Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 145, When, Where, How. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. Uh, sponsored by World 20, the Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you to everybody who hangs out with us, chats, joins the community. Even if you're lurking, totally cool. You don't have to be talkative. Just being one of the gang is totally cool, and we appreciate you. A special shout out, though, to our patrons uh, who are supporting us monetarily. Uh, Adele, Al, Alan Michael, Alexander, Algos, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, Dixie Normus, uh-huh. Doc, Emil, Funzo, uh, Funzo Suru Ali? Yeah, okay. Funzo Suru Ali. That's a... Tongue twister, I don't appreciate that, thank you. George, Jack, James, Jenny, John, uh, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Crazy Man, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Moku, Neo Magus, Noba, The Other Michael, Perry, Puppeteer, Ramon, Royviscrite, Ryan, Sebastian, Sina, Terry, Thomas, Usafsama, Vortex, Woodfoot, and Zoltan. Thank you all very much for your support. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Go go laugh about yeah, Dixie Normus. Yep, we got it. All right. I work with 13-year-olds about the right age. Yeah. <laughs> um when we last left the cabal, uh they decided to split up and we did two two weeks worth of my storyteller prep in one. <laughs> This in no way gave me panic attacks this past week. Uh, on the plus side, uh, they ended up very quickly finding duplicate and kind of crossover information. Uh, uh, the big notes being, uh, I almost said Dolores Umbridge, Ursula Tenebris uh, is the name of the Archmage. Yeah. Uh, it's the name of the Archmage. Uh, reported Archmage. Again, there's a lot of like, well, is she, isn't she? Um, I believe the... Uh, Right. The um, the Free Council uh, cabal in Philadelphia, the Founding Fathers, suggested it could be a Dread Pirate Roberts kind of situation and duplicating a Nimbus to act as if they've been here this entire time or not. Um, maybe also, she's 200 years old. Or maybe she's 200 years old and is a lich. Uh, there are problems involved with all of that. Um, also, the... Um, uh, I completely spaced uh, the Wailing uh, Bridesmaid. Howling Bridesmaid. Howling Bridesmaid. Thank you. That's why I wasn't sounding right in my head. Uh, as a potential connection to the Stalker. No, not sure where in everything that comes up. Um, and while Songbird was off in Philadelphia figuring that some of that out, Atratus was in New York talking with Factory about that. Meanwhile, Weird and Network decided to go rob a bank in the Temenos. Yep. Uh, and it worked out pretty well, except the whole robbing thing so much as we looked in, we saw stuff, and then we bailed the fuck out and we're not 100% sure what we saw. Um, so, uh, which uh, to mention, I believe I mentioned it in chat, uh, but I'll also mention it uh, again here uh, for for everybody, because I also can't remember if I put that in the big chat or the little chat. Um, I'm rolling back here. Uh, was it the Luxor? Yes, yes. Luxor Temple. Luxor Temple, yes. Uh, which, if you go Google it up, 
it's it's one you will probably recognize pretty quickly. It's a very iconic one. It's right there off off of the Nile. It's also surrounded by like a bunch of city, uh, which a lot of the Egyptian monuments are, which is always really funny to see because uh, you're like, oh, the pyramids of Giza. They're literally, there's a KFC, I think it is, that's like a block away and you can see the pyramids of Giza eating your fried chicken. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But hey, I mean, whatever. Uh, yep. Uh, uh, so yeah, they saw the Luxor Temple, Temple of Luxor, um, but behind it was an enormous black onyx um, pyramid that uh, definitely isn't there in reality. Um, and and they bailed. Uh, got got that good look at it uh, with perfect recall. It is very easy for. Um, well, actually, you guys have already shared the image, if I remember correctly, uh, by means of yeah. telepathy and be like, this is what we saw. Cool. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. But Songbird with six intelligence goes, huh? Well, all the grimoires have been found in temples, uh, the pyramids so far. Pyramids. <laughs> yeah, we know she's really galaxy Cairo. brain that one. Uh, yeah. Do, uh, Dolores again. Uh, Ursula. I mean, it's literally two different villains. It's the same. Yeah. Same. Uh, same person. Same person. Uh, but uh, I, I need to just keep Little Mermaid in my head instead of pink, and maybe we'll get there. But yes, uh, Ursula is allegedly from Cairo. Uh, more modern, not like ancient pharaoh, but, you know, 200 years. So she'll still be uh, a little bit old school, just not old school. She's not a mummy. Yeah, sure. She's not a mummy. <laughs> Ash, you and I both know that mummies are the best, so. I am a librarian. Okay, sorry, moving right along. <laughs> so, um, offstream, Adratus Ash said, hey, we've got an idea. Um, so to, well, actually, you can present the idea to, to the gang and, and see. All right, gang. <laughs> so, robbing an actual art page. Alleged. Yes. Allegedly. I mean, the founding fathers tend to think, and they're more likely to know more about the seers than us. So, she's also not just Tetrarch for Seattle; she's for the whole U.S. So, yep, North America technically, but yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, my idea was with some application of life and mind magic we can just straight up copy one of the guards or any other seer who might be coming and going from there and then just walk in we don't have to break through like being invisible and getting seen because we'll be seen we'll just be someone else yeah, but will we be seen through? It's not an illusion. And again, this is where you're... It's a you're, straight up shapeshift transformation. And with they enough minds, you can basically have a copy of their personality running in the background. Yeah. To field questions. To, yeah. And personality, right? To believably be them. Uh, I mean, it's still a spell on you, so that... It could be dispelled. It could be noticed that you have a spell on you, but I mean, most mages do. 
We well, can work we on Zaylage. That means we have to find a mage. I mean, I assumed. I mean, and you know, this is this is more meta stuff, but there is no correct answer. There's no good answer for any of this. Um, and I do not have notes written for. So this is what they should do. <laughs> yeah, it's. I was thinking that if we wanted to get inside and get at the stuff. I don't know if that's the thing they let their sleepwalkers do. You gotta imagine no, right? I think no. So I was gonna go for some seers. All right. Hi. Where do we find them? I like this plan. Where do you normally find them? I just go about my business following you two and protecting you, and then they follow it directly in front of my fists. They have a point. Well. <laughs> okay, sorry. We, we we have to pull this one in from chat. Bjorn Thor suggests a wild clippy appears. It looks like you want to rob a Tetrarch's pyramid. Oh, no. <laughs> no, not in <laughs> both Supernal, games. Supernal clippy. Cannot have a clippy in all my games. I mean, the asshole move is to just be Zolius. Because we know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I, really I, mean, like, I really like that option. <laughs> I, I mean, if you want to be nice, be like, bro, get you an alibi. Heads up. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that option. He's head of a pylon now, right? Uh, you haven't checked in, but his plan was supposed to put him in charge of this particular pylon in uh, that's set up in Seattle. So that's one option. Or we could, you know, go there and try to scope out the place and try to snatch somebody who seems easy enough to take out and also like they can get inside. But I do no, like the idea of not having like Yeah. And I don't really want to send one of us in. Yeah. I mean, you can send Songbird. Songbird will just kill everything that comes at her. Whatever. I mean... <laughs> It'll be fine. Words, <laughs> words Legacy makes showing up wherever one of us is much easier. But I imagine there are wards to get through. Now, bear in mind, uh, Legacy attainments cannot be counterspelled. They cannot be dispelled. Uh, they don't you necessarily... break through Right. right. The, uh, Clash of Wills can still uh, cause a conflict there, but um, uh, yeah, uh, that does give you a little bit more leeway. Uh, you know, for instance, if you need to leave and the place isn't warded with literally the word spell, like weird can literally get you at it a moment's notice. Like somebody cannot stop that uh, with like a, a counter spell on the fly. Um, but it is limited in the fact that it will basically come back to home. So. So, any other ideas? This is just the one I liked because it doesn't rely on, like, illusions to be seen through. They can clash. Sure. It's like an actual right. physical body change that they have to suss out. Right. 
I mean, certainly I wasn't planning on trying to be invisible because it would just get us caught faster, I feel like. so. Yeah, the way we went after Graves is not the way. It's not the way. <laughs> it's not the way. Uh, that was Cynthia, by the way, who was the vampire. And Graves is, as a girlfriend, business partner, it's complicated. Correct. Associate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that just seems like a serious thing. Um. Okay. I mean, my only other thought was, you know, just kind of do that thing we do, where we kind of stumble in half blind and things just happen to go right. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> kicking the door probably isn't the way to decide there. Hang, hang on. To be fair. <laughs> that, She's got a point. Let her that, speak. <laughs> no, no. The, the random thing has worked 100% of the time. It's true. We've only tested it once, but... <laughs> no, I, most of the time we've just sort of winged it. Like we barely sketch out a plan and then we... The moment we hit whatever we're going after, it all blows up in our face and we're winging it from there and it it's worked out literally 100% of the time. These things have a way of working. There, there, there it is, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So um, we, we could just do the, that and see how it goes. There's that. Um, other, other things to kind of throw out, because obviously you guys have reached to your local contacts. Uh, the other thing is potentially reaching out, as Chad is actually pointing out, reaching out to a couple of the seer factions that you know, reaching out to Abaddon, chatting with the Mammonites. Uh, not exactly people that you want to be doing business with, and you, especially with the Mammonites being who they are, like they will probably sell you out if they, if it will make them a profit, air quote. Um, but, you know, th- those are options. Um, also going back and seeing uh, about anything back in Seattle um, with Samson and the crew, because Samson was definitely focused on Seattle, but he's been around for a while. So there's potential there. Um, and I was trying to think there's a there's another option. Uh, oh, right. Going to like your concilium uh, as a whole um, going to I mean, we've already spoken with factory uh but like moonkeeper the hierarch most of those are kind of in the dark about what you guys are doing i guess he's a might ha- well he said doesn't know where it is doesn't know that it's the tetrarch if i remember correctly so, so no i don't think it's open on that he knows like about the grimoire hunt right because that's slowly being his obsession but kind of low-key yeah, yeah. low-key obsession Oh, one um, thing I do want to remember to do is um, take the ones we have here and put them somewhere else. Okay. Because when Zolius tells us where and when to go... What's to say he's not telling them? Yeah. <laughs> he's already tried to rob us once. He knows they're here. We need to send them somewhere else. Or some when else... I would suggest with the guardians for one of them, just because they are good at holding on to things. You could, you could hang a time spell. It's like, hey, hang out in this little, like fate and time. You send it forward in time until it gets to fucking when we get back. <laughs> uh, temporal stutter actually is kind of fun in the fact that 
as long as the duration of the spell is active, they are cut out of time. So when you end the spell, poof, they're back. As though no time has passed for them. For them, yeah. Or yourself, if you decide that, hey, screw 2020, I'm going to see you all in 2021. see you next year. I'd like to do this for the next... Two months. 77 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Rhythm of War. Thank you for reminding me. Mm -hmm. It's okay. We'll make it. Yeah, you guys have a good bit of options. Um, The other thing that Network will bring up is, um, and he's very hesitant to bring this up, but he kind of leans forward and goes, "Um, so one option if we want to kind of just cause a distraction is we do know a website that we could post some stuff on and maybe cause a bit of a ruckus in the area of a bunch of like mage hating sleepers Hmm. if nothing else it will i mean if we keep chill with the spells you know a bunch of sleeper presents uh even maybe the day of let dissonance do its thing um if there's any obvious magic at least or um you know it's it's a possibility uh and you could definitely tell he's like i'm not 100 percent comfortable with this because a it's potentially sending a bunch of sleepers to their death and b it means getting involved with some hunters who are not exactly uh most open-minded yeah (laughs) as the union was yep um well i mean the union as a whole just kind of depends on who you get um but uh and i mean there are other factions out there that may you know, hate, you know, the Tetrarch, um, you know, and, and again, the sleeper, the seers are big into backstabbing. So, you know, you put the time and effort in, you could go find the Tetrarch of South America and <laughs> not suggesting that that is actually a plan, but um, that this is, is now our plan. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, you know, that is, you know, that is, you know, you guys have a wide range of stuff to do. You know, this is, at this point, not exactly time sensitive. Um, there is that whole like, you know, gotta go now. Um, get it while the getting's good. Early, right. yeah, early bird worm stuff. Early birds in the bush, and it's worth two worms. Mm-hmm. And it got stoned. <laughs> That's exactly how it goes. Yep, we got all the birds in one. <laughs> So, what is the avenue you would like to pursue? I am going to talk through available resources and advice from the arrows. Cool. Um, who do you think? I've sort of had some access before. People kind of coming along. Um, if we wanted to actually like. Wage a little war. Uh, Obviously, trying to remember the waiver on that one is going to have to be lengthy. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember because how much? Yeah, because you're you've got that status. 
you know, like even even going, you know, to just about any other caucus in North America. It, I mean, it's minus one in it. Yeah. So, you know, you you've, so you're still, you know, running around with three status. Um, you know, so you've got that. Um, you have a little bit of an in with the silver ladder um, more indirectly. And that's more going to be information and rules and right. history as terms of Lex Magica kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so that's definitely an option. Um, I know cool. you, you know, yeah. So um, I'm going to talk to Red Dread and Pip probably. Okay. Uh, yeah. And in terms of like caucus stuff, it'll probably be just Red Dread. Uh, okay. But well, yeah, let's start this off with. Um, just actually chatting with um, Red Red uh, before we start throwing the status dots themselves out. Right. Um, because I'm kind of curious, uh, meeting up with Red Red probably at the armory, because that seems to be... <laughs> Songbird doesn't meet people at coffee shops. Songbird meets people around the weapons. That's where Songbird feels comfortable. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, probably, where Red, probably where Red Red feels comfortable. Um, so, yes. Um, uh do you do you just kind of like arrange a sit down kind of meeting or is it a just casual uh i mean casual but private okay sure uh but yeah uh you know conversation and a hey can we talk in private for a minute um and so red red tattooed up and in um shirt sleeves and holsters um and you know looking like he's probably been like working out or training uh compared to the normal mm -hmm. like business suit that he suit. wears yeah. yeah um is you know uh kind of like toweling off a little bit of sweat or something like that and yeah 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 we, we we can chat um and you know there's a there's a slight air of forced nonchalance uh, talking with you. You guys have definitely had some friction in the past. Yeah. Um, neither of you are, you know, like mad at each other. And some of it is this is kind of the adamantine arrow thing, uh, but still doesn't necessarily mean you guys have gotten friendly. Um, right. But uh, yeah, so you Red guys don't know how to process toxic masculinity against a gender fluid person. <laughs> Very true. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, you know, quick sidestep, uh, probably actually into his office. Uh, and, you know, does that whole like lean back against uh, his desk, um, looks at you, arms crossed and says, yeah, OK, what's up? Probably not that nonchalant, but yeah. No, uh, we are. Plotting our retrieval of the fifth grimoire. Right. And it has been discovered that uh, we've we've discovered the identity and the uh, fairly firm belief that the Tetrarch is in fact an Archmage. And that, therefore, we'd be a little outgunned, perhaps at a disadvantage, <laughs> right? 
So I came to talk strategy and perhaps resources with you. Hmm. You've been around a while and you've survived through, you know, probably a lot more than I have at this point. And actually, yeah, let's 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 have a let's have a die roll, because uh, I, I don't think you're exactly trying to like talk him up to it, but no, definitely like a he like I'm literally explaining what my thought process is. Sure. Like. Um, Song, Songbird doesn't really lie. Like right. we, we've we've established this, right? So no, um, I basically it's 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 whether or not it, my logic like actually affects him, right? right. Yeah, whether uh, he and, takes and, it as bullshit or not, right? And, well, and, and very specifically, looking at him, there's definitely the is there a reason I shouldn't just leave you out to you know dry and yeah, uh, but yeah, how 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 well your plea you know, nudges him. Um, and, uh, I don't think your status is going to apply because this is, this is, this is a very personal kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, let's just, uh, I mean, presence plus probably persuasion, right? Um, uh, I was thinking more expression just because, because it's like, I did that. Okay. Just literally just kind of talking through out loud. Like I'm not actually trying to convince him. I'm just saying here is why I'm here. This is what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Uh, what are your yeah. thoughts and, and feelings? And and let's do that at a minus one, please. Okay. One success. All right. Checking over on OBS to make sure this thing is actually popping up. No? Okay, that's weird. I'll have to figure that out uh, later. Uh, okay, so yes, uh, with uh, with one success, like I said, uh, you know, but it's, it's it's Chronicles of Darkness. All you need is one success. Um, <laughs> he uh, kind of look, looks you up and down, and there is some definite like not disgust because that's that's part um, is like he he does not want to do this, but you have a point. This is his job. He is the adamant sage. Okay. In my tenure, uh, I have dealt with dealt with two archmages ever. Uh, never in a direct conflict, um, and uh, only conflicted with one of them. The other was um, uh, well, he was trying to Merlin us uh, and give us some little quests to go off and do, and uh, well, we did it. Wasn't happy about it held the gun to her head, figuratively speaking. Uh, but we all got out of life. So let's go through the basics. Your spells are probably going to be shit compared to whatever they throw. Uh, from my experience, they don't tend to do much of the heavy lifting themselves, though, um, to leave their uh, Nimbus all over the place. Um, they have their whole, I don't know what bullshit going on amongst themselves, all the other Archmages, leaving their Nimbus around everywhere that somebody just to pick up, I think is a big mm -hmm. no-no for them. Um, mm -hmm. 
So anytime you find one of their spells, it's going to be something significant that they're willing to risk it. Um, either something that they really want to protect, in which case you're fucked, um, or something that they really want to hide, in which case you're fucked. Um, but outside of those things, most of the time they're going to be nudging others. Um, and the, uh, like I said, the, the one, uh, the one archmage that I came up against, uh, was a uh, was a seer and was basically just pulling strings and had everybody else doing their dirty work um, so that they were not physically here. They weren't showing up. They just left messages, do this, do that, uh, kind of the same way. Uh, yeah. So because of that, your upfront initial assault, uh, and you can hear him drop into that very military <laughs> cadence, and he's sounding like fucking Patton. Uh, right. Your initial assault is going to be probably up against sleeper and sleepwalker defenses. Um, next line of defense is likely going to be Proximai and, and Mage spells put up. It's not until you reach the Holy of Holies, the Sacred Grimoire, the whatever the fucking Sword in the Stone that you're going to run into Archmage spells. The Mummies too. Exactly that. Uh, what actually gets past that, I'm not fucking sure. The only thing on tier with them is going to be other Archmages and Raw Braun, uh, Raw Braun uh or brain power to find the loophole, find whatever key allows their whoever to actually get past those things. Unless, of course, they're so fucking paranoid that they're the only one allowed through. The only other thing that's going to be up against, you know, an Archmage at that level is going to be some of these ancient fucking vampires, the really, really old werewolves, and giant spirits. Um, so, and, and, and by giant spirits, I mean the ones I don't fuck with. Right. Um. Do you have a really old vampire? So, um, <laughs> okay. That's like, that's like letting the fuse on a bomb that you don't know how long it's going to burn. Just toss it. <laughs> Let it go. I mean, throw, throw a sarcophagus in, in the thing and just let it do its thing, that's like, maybe? That's like hearing you're supposed to cook a grenade and you put a pan on the stove. <laughs> I love that line. Oh, that's good. Um, but, um, so, the... I'll, I'll be honest. Hope that the, the, the fifth grimoire that you're looking for is not the center point of this place that you're headed. Yeah. Hope they have something bigger that they care about more that's in their vault of vaults, holy of holies, hidey place. And the other stuff is, you know, tools that they lend out to their faithful subjects. Uh, beyond that, yeah, it's it's loopholes and literally being smarter than an archmage. So I'm fucked. You might be fucked, but those other two are all right. Okay. I was smart the other day. That was great. <laughs> I, 
I've done that too before. It's a little overrated. Yeah. I didn't actually know anything more. I just was aware of everything I didn't know at that point. <laughs> That's the worst. Um, I don't think he laughs at that, but yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, not, not, not a fan of recognizing my own weaknesses, but at the same time, it's really kind of <laughs> you important. <know. laughs> yeah. Um, so. Uh, All right. Well, uh, that's actually semi-comforting. Yeah. Like, like I said, the, the, the biggest thing is going to be not drawing their attention. You, your ants don't let him get the magnifying glass out. Sure. Um, you know, just be beneath notice, um, which I mean, a good bit of veiling is going to help. Um, and if they are the tetrarch of North America, hope that they have other stuff on <laughs> other their place that they, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that they they're more concerned about. Um, and now what kind of resources are you asking about? I, I mean, if there's anything you can imagine that would be helpful. I don't have an Archmage killing gun strapped up there. That's not uh, what that big one out there does? No, that's Pips. Uh, <laughs> and no. No, it no. doesn't. I mean, it. you want to decimate like line on line of, you know, enemy combatants? Sure, but it's um, it's a bit vulgar. <laughs> um and uh, is is mostly for, um, I, I believe Pip said, if the sleepers rise up in revolt. But I think she was joking. But. I learned something new about her today. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, beyond that, yeah. Uh, the The resources of the of the arrow or at your disposal within limit. Right. Um, you have that fucking suit of armor you can get out of here anytime, by the way. Um, and uh, not sure that's going to be also great for infiltration, but I don't know. Barter it. Would they trade a grimoire for it? They, I mean, out of character, it was in the same you know, storage facility. Same vault as the other one, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and to chat, yes, Pip really is ready to fuck shit up, uh, but she does it on the very defensive mama bear thing. Do not mess with her kids. Do not mess with her family. Do not mess with her friends. And you'll be fine. But you mess with them and she's coming fully loaded with no guilt whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, and while Songbird, uh, you done chatting with Red Red? Okay. Uh, while Songbird has headed off to the Arrow, uh, did Atrinus or uh, Weird have any particular conversations, people they wanted to chat with or anything like that? Yeah, I wanted to get some time with Moonkeeper. Sure, go ahead and roll that. Roll that die! No, this is for something else. Oh, okay. It's left doors, this task. Cash in on those doors. Yeah. I mean, you could do both at the same time, to be sure. Fair. It's true. All right. 
Um, so meet up with Moonkeeper. Mm-hmm. General chat about mage stuff. Sure. Obsessions and goals and recounting some of our successes. Mm-hmm. Do do you give Moonkeeper a heads up about the time travel? <laughs> um. Yeah, I think I would because I think Moonkeeper would be interested. I don't get into a lot of detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Moonkeeper is like kind of giving you the side eye of like, hang on. So you you showed up and gave us a warning, and we made some changes, and then you didn't come back. So that's all good. <laughs> I think that's yeah. He's like. I, I'm not going to ask any more questions because if I do ask any more questions, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to pull you in front of the uh, in front of the concilium. But well, okay. you were you would be the one to I think go in front of the concilium because you said that you were doing it in defiance of the concilium. But I haven't done anything exactly. But I will. Oh, <laughs> and, and you both had that moment of like, all right, we're going to stop this conversation. You you would have would have will will, will be have mills. <laughs> Uh, so your time magic is uh, more advanced than mine. Thank you. I was wondering if you could give us some help. Potentially. I'm looking for possibly some prophecies. We're looking at infiltrating a uh, a vault. Okay. To find our fifth grimoire. Okay. Uh, we've got a couple of different options on the board. Um, and I'm looking for inflection points to try and make those options more viable. Divination would be long and complicated to try and get that done, but a prophecy could do it pretty quickly. Uh, which now I have to go pull up and I'm like, I can't remember exactly which one prophecy was. Hmm. So option A is basically kick in the door, smash and grab. Option B is to yoink someone out, make a copy of them, a full copy, and then infiltrate and try and get it out that way. Those are the two big paths we've got right now. Let's see. Uh, hold while I read prophecy. And I'm going to read it sure. out loud for you in chat. That way you're not just staring and watching me read stuff because <laughs> I have a bad habit of doing that. Prophecy. The mage causes the future to conform to her expectations, building a hypothetical scenario she can then examine for knowledge about how to alter the future drastically, whether to ensure or avert a specific event, uh, which is very likely what Moonkeeper did for how do I unfuck this fucked up future? Mm-hmm. Um, it works like divination, but the mage can ask specific questions and also gains answers about things that might come to pass depending on variables like choice and outside chance. Uh, for example, they could ask whether calling her ex will lead to reconciliation if she makes the attempt, or whether killing a man might set his son down a road to revenge. She can ask one such question per level of potency and receive a detailed answer that accounts for hypothetical events. Other mages using divination on the same subject while prophecy is in effect uh, see the most likely outcome of the scenario set by this spell uh, with a reach by building the hypothetical future around a social interaction uh, mage may reduce the number of doors by potency since she has an intimate knowledge of how each question or interaction might target or affect the target choices so yes it basically 
aims you at a specific future rather than just asking questions about a future, um, right. which is loads of fun and also fucking terrifying. Um, but uh, yeah, Moonkeeper kind of looks at you. Uh, by the way, was uh, the role that you made there? What was that? Uh, the intention for the door. Of the, for the door. Cool. Uh, go ahead and take your next ally dot. Okay. And I can remove that. No, I don't. I got bash. <laughs> so I've been working on this for over a year, coming at it from the angle of fate, and I'm a half a step behind every time. It's not been here. So it's true. Six months. Sorry, six months. It's only six months. Um, yeah. Yeah. Six months. So they've got a stronger hand in fate than I do. So that's why I want to try a different angle and see if I get more traction that way. Okay. Well, um, you know that should I do something like this, the sheer fact that I'm looking at it is potentially going to change the future. Yes. Okay. Um, right. Uh, actually, uh, I think uh, just to make this easy, uh, you were meeting somewhere you know, appropriately, uh, you know, sneaky, not in front of a bunch of sleepers. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, he takes a minute to, like, actually work up a spell. Um, not some, like, quick, I'm going to do this thing. You know, you you sit there for half an hour as he, like, goes through this ritually um, and uh, casts forth to the future. Um, and like you said, uh, you gave him the idea of like, you know, do we run in and smash and grab? Do we abduct somebody? Um, did you give him other ideas or suggestions? Um, and just where the inflection points are along those two paths is kind of what I was looking for, how to improve the chances of one or the other. Gotcha. Um, hmm. like, so which one has the greatest chance of success and then how can we improve those odds? Okay. Um, I, before he starts, I should probably warn him that this is, uh, we're talking about uh, getting it into the vault of a, a tetrarch. Uh, which actually reminds me, go ahead and roll your allies' dots. <laughs> sure. Do you think you're up to three now? Yep. Cool. Well. Yeah, baby! All right, three dice, five successes. What the fuck? <laughs> because fucking math. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so uh, yeah, he gives you a wry grin and says, "All right, sure, why not? Let's let's fuck uh, fuck up a tetrarch's day." Um, and goes through uh, the spellcast. Well, now, I do believe you need to reduce just your overall. Dots. I'm going to pull up the rules for allies sure. here real quick. But just to put a bit of a finer point on it, the point of this is to not fuck up a, a Tetrarch's day. Like, so that this isn't even a blip on the Tetrarch's radar is kind of the, the ideal oh, state. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's just being dramatic. Like, we don't I'm want to come in and take a dump on his rug or something. <laughs> Unless that's what the spell tells you. Unless that's what the spell tells us. Maybe he's so distracted and figures it's somebody else, or she figures it's somebody else, or they figure The rug really else. brought the room together, man. Yeah. <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie. I've just seen so many clips from it. Oh, man. It's like yeah. I've seen it. Take a minute. Go watch it. Enjoy it. Um, I mean, it's like 90. 
Yeah, okay. So yeah, you do lose a dot of ally, uh, but per the Sanctity of Merits, you keep that Merit dot. So think about where that might go uh, after after this exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a big favor. It is a big favor. Uh, Strains the relationship. It's that, and I mean, in you know, Moonkeeper's case, it's, hey, I'm putting my, you know, myself in the, the line of fire here. Um, but uh, yeah, as Usuf Summer says, oh boy, poking at the Tetrarch. Exactly. Uh, but Moonkeeper is like, I'm a big boy. I can handle this. Um, and so, yes, uh, spends, spends half an hour uh, casting through. And uh, I think this is probably the first time uh, you've probably ever seen him ritually cast. Um, and it feels very, very um, uh, hermetic mage, Doctor Strange, lots of hand motions, uh, you know, uh, drawn in, you know, runes, you know, in the air. Nothing that necessarily flashes magical visibly, but with your mind side up, your or mind side, uh, mage side up, you're able to see, you know, him working through high speech in the air and stuff like that. Um, and you know, kind of goes a little bit, not quite catatonic, but he's he's clearly in some trance, looking mm. across a bunch of stuff. The, the spell itself seems to take like well takes the 30 minutes to cast but then duration wise it's not very long at all before he comes back uh maybe a minute um he doesn't quite do the doctor strange twisting you know seeing all the various futures things uh but kind of comes back his eyes are a little bit wide um no that was the other movie um and uh, looks at you uh, and says, so stealth is definitely the preferred option. Um, as I can as I can narrow it down. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of how he would. Phrase this and what kind of stuff he would get. Uh, yeah, on his end, um, the the primary factor is going to be not disturbing the um trying to think how he would phrase this without being storyteller problems when dealing with mages who can just go and this happens uh yeah uh, basically i think he's, he's pretty straightforward uh when you are within the vault itself take care to Yeah, basically not disturb anything that... And actually, he, he kind of stops himself. You're going into the Cave of Wonders. But nothing but lamp. the lamp. See, isn't it great? <laughs> uh, but yeah, don't mess with anything else. There is a bunch of other stuff in there that would be awesome to have. But it's it's not a trap. It's just... Everything else, the more you take, the more likely the Archmage will know. Um, and if the Archmage finds out, you fucked. Uh, because every potential future where, I mean, even just getting your grimoire, there's a fairly high chance that she just shows up anyways um now there's a 
innumerable number of variations depending on when you go. Um, there didn't seem to be any right or wrong day to go. Um, but each of them had varying chances of, well, if you go on a Tuesday, there's a 20% chance she notices you right when you walk in. If you go on a Wednesday, there's a 1% chance she's already there hanging out. Um, so, <laughs> songbird, go away. <laughs> um, so, uh, regardless of when you go, there's, the, the, the odds are against you weird. Um, so, you know, stack the deck in your favor. Um, take all three of you. Um, the, that has your highest chance. Um, of uh, of survival um and uh yeah if necessary be prepared to leave somebody behind if you want all of you to get out all right And thank you. Yeah. Uh, and, and having seen this, this whole, hey, you know, somebody is supposed to die kind of thing before um, it, it weighs heavy. So so I get it. Um, and I mean, there's a chance that if you don't leave anybody behind, you all get out. But if somebody's going down or somebody's making the noble stand to distract the Tetrarch or the defenses or the guardians or anything like that, it might be necessary for somebody to, you know, I'll hold them off. Shame we don't got anybody that's a fighter or anything. (laughs) (laughs) But, and I mean... We, we we allowed that one. Um, yeah. So, uh, and I'm <laughs> the bluntly, this is a bad idea. Weird. It's been my experience that when it comes to majors, most ideas are bad ideas objectively. I mean, there, there's a reason a lot of us who are sitting on the council, um, are not very active. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Thank you, and thank you for the warning. No, uh, I... Four out of five counselors recommend not doing this thing. <laughs> yeah, it's about right. Factory is like, do it. Factory's like, you... Um, yeah, he's uh, into it. Go, uh, he's a wants you to do it, but also thinks it's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is such a bad idea. Do it. <laughs> yeah, he's not volunteering to go, but like mm-hmm. you really should. Um. So yeah. Uh. Take care of yourself, weird. Um. And I'm hoping. Uh. I'm hoping you know that you come back with some awesome stories and a new grimoire and who knows what else. But, um. Yeah, this is, it's crazy. And, you know, uh, I, I asked 
quite a few questions and looked at a couple different, uh, what'd you say, inflection points. And um, I mean, overall, I give you a one in four chance of coming out alive with the grimoire. It's, I mean, it's not bad, but it's also a 25, you know, 75% chance that, you know, you go in and don't come out with a grimoire or don't come out at all. Uh, Moonkeeper, I love you, but I, I gotta say, as a fate specialist, I really don't like those odds. <laughs> Thank you, Mando. Uh, <laughs> Should have told him it was a one in a million chance. Right. Yeah. Um, those, those things will happen every single time. Guaranteed. Um, so, um, but yeah, I, I think the you know conversation kind of caps out with like your your best bet is to just not draw attention to yourself. All right. Thanks a lot, Moonkeeper. I appreciate this. No, of course. <laughs> it's what I'm here for. Uh, as he potentially watches his friend walk away to her doom. Um, uh, what about uh, a... Yeah. Oh, that's right. So what you're saying is, there's a chance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, All right. I... Um, I wanted to uh, call back up the people we met in Seattle and see if they can give us any info on um, likely seers. Like, if we are looking for ones to grab and impersonate, can you point me at any? Cool. Uh... Because right now, all I've got is Solius. Uh yeah. Um hmm. Okay. Um so uh yeah, Tabitha uh picks up. Sorry, getting my name generator up because uh, <laughs> um but uh yeah, no, she's pretty straightforward, like um the Panopticon pylon. Like, you know it. At this point, it's Zolius and then potentially whatever new recruits he's got. Um, I don't know if they've armed him up with anybody. I have no idea what sleepwalkers or Proximi report to him. Uh, but the other ones are mysteriously gone. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, within Unity, we, we, we got a mess of them. If that's who you're after. Um, that wouldn't work, would it? Because she's the... She's a Panopticon. Panopticon uh, Um Yeah. Al- I mean, alternatively, it's uh, you know, pump Zolius for information or, I guess, find Panopticon near you all. Yeah, that seems uh, more likely. So, uh, which to remind, because I I actually forgot until just now. You do know of at least one Panopticon seer that you sort of ran into. Uh, well, you didn't run into, but met um, when working with Abaddon. Oh, was it the one who was like broken on the ground? Uh, no, he was the one who was in Grand Central Station that let you guys through to the temple. Oh, okay. 
I thought that guy was like um like a sleepwalker. Mm, no, he's the one who opened the portal uh, <laughs> and sent you guys to the temple. So you do actually, yeah, I, I, had, I was like, how would you find a Panopticon? <laughs> oh, right. Actually goes visit Grand Central Station because, well, at least you, that's where you saw one. It might require a little tracking down to find them. But, but yeah, you do know of at least that one at one point it was in New York. I'm not trying to go like make friends with them, though. No, but I mean, remember, it's the Tetrarch of North America. So if you want to hijack somebody. Mm-hmm. We could go for that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that still only gives us two. Yep. I'm trying to think of if I would rather call it Abaddon or Factory again. You know, Abaddon did deal pretty straight with us. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was like, he was willing to let us take one grimoire from their vault. But also, I don't know what he would want in return. Because mm-hmm. he wanted our help. <laughs> Chat suggests turning Songbird into a handbag because she can't lie anyways. It's just carry. <laughs> I'm sure nobody would make this reference, but you just do the Star Wars thing where you march in Chewbacca in handcuffs. <laughs> Yeah. We caught the guy that's been busting up our... We've caught the rebel spy. <laughs> We've caught that asshole who keeps killing our guards. It's there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... I want to do this thing now. <laughs> it's not you a really bad plan, honestly. Like, it, it's not bad. Um... I don't know that these two Panopticon Seers would be the two to pick because I don't see why they would ever be together, really. And I I mean, there's always like literally showing up and, you know, finding folks there and just. That's what I was thinking. Finding people who seem like they already have entryway to the place, even if they're just, like, proximate or sleepwalkers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you let them in, then mm-hmm. snatch them and see. I mean, do the, the the Metal Gear Solid thing, you know, take somebody down, grab their key card. Mm-hmm. Transform into a cardboard box. I mean, hey, yeah. <laughs> sure. I can do this thing. <laughs> That's true. Song, songbird can, can hide inside me. <laughs> Songbird could turn you all into a bunch of living cardboard boxes. Again, a reminder, mage is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Roll hubris. I mean, isn't I'm trying to send her like, I feel like a box. <laughs> I mean, good. if the people you're transforming allow you to do it willingly and you're going to turn them back. Sure. Probably not. Probably not. Making the a capital H way. Yeah, <laughs> depends on the risk and pain involved. And... Making a living cardboard box. Yes. Oh no. Yeah. Could we call those like mimics. By the way. <laughs> My entire existence is pain. <laughs> so the uh, the cabal reconvenes uh, back at the rookery with a little bit more information, uh, hey. and start to hash out a plan. 
So I pulled in a favor from from uh, Moonkeeper, and going stealth is definitely our best option. Damn it. I feel I need to tell you that he said odds were still very low. Hello. Like 25% chance That's not of low. success, and it may cost us someone to make it back. I mean, he also said that before. Sure. Then... I'm just laying the cards on the table. Songbird just didn't let him die. But he and was, it was very... Fine. It was fine. Was, so odds are not great to begin with, but if we take anything else from the vault, that oh. falls off dramatically. Uh, no, does not fall dramatically. Just your best bet is to take the grimoire mm-hmm. and leave. Anything okay. else is going to increase the risk. Look at, increase look at, the Drew, look at Drew tempting us. Yes, um, but also clear. Maybe there's something really cool I'm not inside. only taking one thing from this place. I'm a boo. I mean, Y'all should know this thing. <laughs> you you also totally owe the free council. The, the, mm-hmm. the Yep, I mean. Yep. Mm-hmm. We promised. Promises, mm-hmm. promises. Also, like, smash and grab the Tetrarch's vault. The, our best chance of success is for the Tetrarch to not notice us. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> so maybe we take like one thing. I think Titus from the kitchen shouts out, no duh! <laughs> and the more things we disturb in the vault, the greater the odds of that happening. What are the chances our Egyptian Archmage has the mummy? That's all the all the variables all rules. Is that in. a real thing? <laughs> Mummies, yes. What really? you want to take you want to take a mummy? No, I don't want to stumble <laughs> upon it when we're digging through her vault. To be fair, as a member of the Mysterium and also just being a Tratus, one of the I guarantee day one was are werewolves real or mummies real? Oh, I had a high checklist. <laughs> Meeting the brand new werewolves werewolves is like, oh, hey, look, here, I'll give you my checklist and tell you all the things that are real. So along the lines of an infiltration, I was kind of thinking, reaching out to Abaddon to get some names, maybe connections to some people we can snatch. Might be fruitful. I mean, our... I feel like our infiltration plan needs to know what Dolius is going to give us, right? Like, like where he's going to send us a location, or are we getting a connection to a spot where we can just pop in, or like I mean, we already have a list of like be- where where it's going to be without any wins. So if if what we're getting is a date, it's going to be a date and a place. I mean. Yeah, yes. I mean, like I said, and this is me trying to not be meta, but like my first th- first thing would have been, we killed them all. All right, so let's, let's talk. But that's on you yeah. guys. I think we need to do that. Yeah. My, my biggest concern was like the clock ticking on when he tells us where it is, because you can tell us where it is like now or where it's going to be next, though we don't know how long it's going to be there. I mean, we but can if, 
find you out what quick. he's going to give us without finding out what he's giving us. You know what I mean? Mm. That's true. Dan, you want to call him? I guess calling is safe now that his he doesn't have a thing living in his brain. I mean, and there's ways now to that the call... the is dealt with. And there's ways to call, you know, Zolius and be a bit more circumspect, uh, you know, not using your own phone and, you know, or something like that. Um, I'm just imagining this crowded room, like, the only payphone we could find in the city. The the other thing, uh, because you all know his sympathetic name, um, so calling not Zolius, but Todd Larson. Yeah. Can't you... Like, do we even need a phone? Can't you just force a phone call? You can send a message. That's very far, I though. I mean, forces transmission... Well, because your target can, is just the cell tower nearby. I mean, there there is a potential thing. Like, it's not in Songbird's normal wheelhouse, but he could probably ask some questions and figure out how to do it. It is a potential. Like, it is within. I mean, <laughs> l- let's be honest. Songbird is is forces five. It's possible Songbird just might need a minute to figure it out. <laughs> okay, I can do this thing. Untraceable. I mean, yeah. Who did you get a call from? It says some guy's brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's 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 not in numbers or letters. It's just a bunch of symbols, huh? Is that Did old Norse? <laughs> what? <laughs> bunch of bird emojis. Um, yeah, that's very good. One eggplant tossed in for old time's sake. Um, so yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I will do, do this thing. Okay. So how? So you were because uh, I mean you have his number. Um, Life and forces. <laughs> I make my brain into a fucking cell phone. I think you can just do it with forces though. Like I mean, uh, sure. Transmission, but uh, th- that said, I mean you can literally just have like your ears work as microphones and your mouth work as a speaker um, and be a speakerphone. Be a human brain. Yeah, be a human speakerphone. Yeah. <laughs> like the um, from uh, Third Rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have so actually just because this is fucking ridiculous and cool. Um, Songbird, explain to me what it looks like because I'm not even having you fucking roll. This is just dumb enough that it's it's well doable. You're in your fucking domain. Uh, well, actually, domain uh, wouldn't. Yeah, no, domain wouldn't help you. Not, but. not domain. Um, I will uh, have a speaker that like pops out of my chest, like like sternum mm-hmm. bone, and yeah, microphone. I guess is relatively there too. So just you you turn yourself into a human but, phone. Yeah. You're not going to be a this stitch where we open and close your mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Okay. I was like a stitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, stitch. Yes. Mm-hmm. Man, I haven't seen that movie anymore. Oh, this... uh, yeah. Um, you, you, 
Like, I imagine you were all, like, sitting in whatever cozy little space you guys have. This one hang out. does not get my uh, shadow name bonus. No. Uh, <laughs> this is way off. Uh, but I think you, like, everybody's kind of gathered around. Nako's over here, like, doing a little sketch and writing down some notes as she looks at you. Like, the fuck is this shit? She's got her main sight on. She's like, what have you done to yourself? Uh, it's probably a little bit uncomfortable. Well... I mean, you can Someone make it send me a text message. I want to feel the vibrate. <laughs> oh, do you want nope. to machine yourself? I mean, that's effectively no. what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, wonderful, uh, wonderful machine plus transform life plus forces. Yeah, I, I mean, you could do this a couple within I the Arcana. I didn't, I didn't use any matter specifically here. I'm no. just like, I mean, this is just wonderful machine. If you have life, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Put the phone yeah. inside the person. Yep. So. Regardless, like I said, we're not even rolling. This is just dumb enough that it's great. Uh, right. <laughs> so yeah, you are. All right, all... What's that number? Yep. Um, and I seven. Mean, yep. <laughs> um, and on uh, now, question uh, because I'm imagining, uh, and I'm not going to stress about it. Um, are you calling Zolius or Todd? Because you can probably get either phone number just from weird going lucky number. Okay, I got his number now. Um, you know, immediately hanging up or whatever. It's or, or if you're calling Todd Larson, you, the yellow pages are Google. a thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You think like Todd Larson's a listed number? You have no idea. He's got a whole company. Uh, he did here in New York. Adam. No idea what he's got it set up in Seattle. But yeah. I'm going to call. I'm going to, to text Todd. I'm going to call you. Cool. Um, Bird emojis. Which, yeah. Uh, hmm. Um, I think the text you get uh, get back is, fuck, really? Okay. It's like three different texts. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, or worse, Songbird opens his mouth and begins making modem noises. But it's part of the Imago. Really Deal with he it. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have to. He just does it because he thinks he has to. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. Uh, Titus is like, "What the fuck is that noise?" <laughs> oh, he is. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is this has been an episode. Uh, so yes, uh, you pick up and you hear Todd on the other end. Uh, who have you guys ever actually interacted with Todd Larson? I think, almost okay. certainly not. Um, it's very like he was a Mastigos before he became a Mastigos. He's got the the suave, mm-hmm. charming. You you. You love to hate him. Uh, he hate sounds him. easy. Yeah. Um, uh, and very, very clearly, not not creepy car dealer kind of sleazy, but just like, this is a good businessman. Um, right. And yeah. And he goes, yeah, what can I do for you? It definitely sounds oh. like he's in, you know, a business environment. There's phones going off in the distance and stuff probably behind glass and behind another door but he's definitely mm-hmm. like you know someplace like that
we thought it best to talk casually. Sure, Canthus. I get phone calls from MMA fighters all the time. Yeah, I mean, we're old friends, right? Yeah, I guess we had that one really great time at a at one bar. Hmm. Sure. Best turkey club in New York, right? It's very true. Very that true. That's in New Jersey, you fuck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, but very true. Yeah, no, I may have to. They have to head back out that way sometime. No time soon. I'm uh, really busy around here. I got a new promotion. Oh, nice. It's good yeah. to work that out. People retire or? Uh, yeah, permanently. Nice. <laughs> nice. Well, I mean, it's usually how it goes. You know? Right. Well, some of these boomers, you know, they come around, you know, work part time or something like that, you know. So um, quick, quick aside, because I just have to share this from from my work. When somebody retired, my boss sent out an email and says they're taking a permanent vacation. Yeah, no, that's not phrasing. how you, that's not how you put like that. that. <laughs> Anyways, it's going like down for the long nap. Yeah, you're <laughs> killing them. What? Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, but yeah, Todd says, uh, yeah, and if I, uh, if I remember, uh, I owe you a bit of a favor, don't I? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, is that a? Uh... Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Everybody, well, hello, everybody. It's a conference call. I see. Okay. You are uh-huh. speaking from my speakerphone. Sure. I mean, that's how that works. <laughs> um, okay. So, are, are you are you calling it? Are you calling in to call in that favor? More uh, finding out the nature of the favor. Ah, okay. Um, so what I can do for you, and you hear shuffling of paper, a click of a pen, uh, and starts scribbling down, you know, notes uh, to himself is what it sounds like. Um, yeah, so the best I can do for you is give you about, uh, uh, let's say, uh, we can make this deal good for about 72 hours. Uh, after that, the, the window is going to close. Um, uh, but... Uh, Date, time, location, um, and that'll get you in the door. Um, okay. And uh, but once you're inside, uh, you're on your own. Uh, all I can do is open the door for you. You, you're the ones who have to walk through. And uh, is this is this uh, you making a connection for us? Uh, no, no. Uh, I, I will. Uh, well, uh, no. All I'm giving is date, time, and. Uh, you know, specific location. Okay, then. You'll have to get to the door yourself. Sounds good. Good. I appreciate yeah. you uh, working on this uh, this deal for us. Uh, well, you know, like you said, uh, you know, now that I've got this promotion, I can, I, I have a little bit more wiggle room. Um, I've got to do some hiring on my end here. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, this is a good, good cushy job. And uh, I think, uh, depending on how uh, how this deal works out, uh, you know, I'm, I'm open to, uh, to further arrangements uh, that might be mutually beneficial uh, between, you know, myself and, and your company. Sure. Uh, can't really guarantee how, you know, the board will feel about that, but... 
Oh, sure. Uh, but, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. You know, uh, the, I know there are some folks in. Uh, oh, how, how, how would you put this? Because I'm loving this. Uh, yeah, I, I know that you you're uh, the local branch that you have around here is, um, uh, say, antagonistic. And I would just prefer to, you know, at least level the playing field and and be clear that we don't have to be antagonistic and we don't have to be competitive with each other. We can, we can, um, and like the, the voice lowers, you know, we can get into some price fixing if necessary is what I'm saying. You know, everybody wins that. Like, cover up my chest. I'll be honest, I kind of just blacked out and said a bunch of shit. Is this going well? <laughs> yes, it's going really good. You're okay. doing well. You got good business words. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, yeah, now yeah, I have a Peter uh, Gabriel song going around in my head. Yeah, that's uh, that's about all the time we got for today. But I appreciate you uh, taking our our call. Sure. No, anytime. Um, and uh, I hope to hear back from you soon. Soon. Okay. And then click. And just like melts back in. <laughs> Network like is sitting over here like shaking his head, going. What the fuck was that? I have no idea where that came from, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I'm reasonably certain I just did a business deal. A subterfuge? Is that how it's pronounced in your language? Yeah. <laughs> that was very subtle songbird. That was amazing. Yeah. I need it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna step outside for a minute. Y'all, y'all, I, I, y'all I don't quite feel here. like myself right now. With some proper business words. Yeah, which I actually, I, I really feel like that was a very, like, Acanthus coming back up as opposed to <laughs> Songbird. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to buff me up and punch me around for a little bit just to work off the tension? <laughs> that's your thing, I mean, but I mean, Judd is over here with, like, a that's, scream of that's sticks. That's like, hey, man. That's still <laughs> like, my <dude>. job. <laughs> um, cool. Um, uh, any immediate thoughts as we kind of round out the episode? No, pretty much what I expected. Yeah, I mean, we know what we're getting. We know how long we'll have to work on it. 72 hours is more time than I thought he could give us. Yeah. Uh, and a little bit of a uh, meta knowledge, basically, especially considering you have all the locations, very likely they're at a place for about 72 hours before it moves. Okay. Um, well, do we... Is this the plan we're going to try to go with? Yes. Okay. I like it. So the, the Chewbacca move, or the, the Chewbacca move, where we go there and they grab some people on their way to work, and I think that's better. Like you, you knock out the guards we at the door, kind of thing. We don't draw attention to ourselves, which mm-hmm. saying "Hi, we got this guy" would yep. definitely be like waving a flag around. So, yeah, definitely. I think snatching like the door guards or whatever. Yeah, I mean, someone it, who we can see coming and going, and scope I mean, the place out a little bit. If nothing else, you hit man them, and go. I get this guy to get in this door. I get this guy to go in that door. Yeah, we can leapfrog it, right? Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh boy. Um. All right. Um. 
yeah, so I guess that is it for today's episode. Uh, Twitch guys will be back in a little bit. YouTube guys will see you on Friday, and I'm doing this early. Don't forget to come by Discord. Uh, come hang out with us. It is a great community. I love the fact that people are still coming by and saying, hey, we're just now getting in. We got people who are like, hey, I just finished, and I'm joining. Um, <laughs> you don't doesn't matter where you are in the series. Come hang out. We love to hear from you. Or if you want to just hang out and lurk, um, it is also the best place to hear about news or anything that we're doing. Um, and if you missed it, uh, last Sunday I did a little stream for Control. I think this Sunday Chris and I are getting together and possibly killing some Nazis. I'm not 100% sure on that. It might just be me playing more Control. Okay. We're, we're struggling. We're not sure. We're, we're playing it by ear, but we're doing that over on our Twitch channel, which is very easy. If you're here and you're watching this, it's very easy to figure it out. It's twitch.tv slash occultistanonymous. Ta-da! We don't have a special little thing for that, and we probably won't because I'm going to tell Perry not to. Uh, but, uh, yes. So come by uh, Discord. That's eatinto.space. Drop that into your URL and poof, you will be there. If you want to support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash occultistanonymous or staylucky.club. Both will take you to the place. And of course, you can support us uh, by just buying merch or buying stuff through DriveThruRPG or just telling people, hey, there's this mage game and it's really cool and I enjoy it. Check it out. Uh, we are happy to entertain. The only way we don't want to be supported is like showing up to our house to give us cash. That'd be <laughs> yeah. really weird. Don't do this thing. I mean, if you manage to figure out where I live, it and would show be weird. Up, but no, I would no, take no! The don't money, even though. throw that out there as a challenge, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, oh boy, that's just a thing. Uh, so yes, thank you all for joining us. I greatly appreciate it. We all appreciate it. And uh, yeah, Twitch guys will be back in a minute. YouTube guys, we'll see you on Friday. Stay lucky.